Tom Lyons' 5-Minute Frights. I'm your narrator, David Flora. If you enjoy the show and want more frightening encounters to read or listen to, be sure to check out TomLyonsBooks.com. That's T-O-M-L-Y-O-N-S Books.com. E-books, audiobooks, and paperbacks are available there, and additional books in these formats can be found at Amazon and Audible. Just search for Tom Lyons or David Flora on those sites to find more. This episode of 5-Minute Frights is titled, A Texas Bigfoot Encounter, Number 1. My name is Tommy Hudson. I live in a small country town in Texas. The date's late August, 1996. I'm 30 years old and going through my first divorce, which my family's pressuring me not to do. I am an avid outdoorsman and spend most of my time fishing, hunting, and hiking in the woods, sometimes alone. I feel more alive in the woods. It brings me great joy and peace to be outside somewhere, which is the main reason for my divorce. My wife at the time hated being anywhere outside. I was preparing for the upcoming archery season with my buddy Robert on the day of the sighting. We were going to hunt white-tailed deer in a national forest. Most of the time, we hunted on public hunting land offered by the state of Texas, but this time, we attempted it in a national forest to avoid the crowds of hunters we see on these public deer hunts. We went to the Davy Crockett National Forest, a primitive, undisturbed area containing vast expanses of tall pine trees. When you're there, you feel very alone. My dad teased us often about Bigfoot and where they might be lurking. He teased us often, especially during our abundant family camping trips. I was a young man who thought about it as nothing more than humor or campfire stories. I felt invincible and feared nothing besides bears or mountain lions, which were a real threat. We arrived at this particular spot by driving around looking for a good place to set up a base camp that upcoming fall. We finally decided to stop at an area just outside the community of Nogales on Highway 94. We each had a radio, compass, and marking tape to mark likely spots for a possible return to that area. We split up and Robert went west and I went east. We would meet back at the truck around 1 p.m. that afternoon to discuss our findings of deer activity. The day was foggy with a cool mist in the air, so it was comfortable for deer scouting. I traveled through the woods looking for signs, the weight of my pending divorce on my mind. The sounds of birds, squirrels, and scurrying animals helped soothe my mind. At about 10 a.m., I stopped to take a snack break. Beef jerky and a Dr. Pepper are always my go-to. I found a nice spot with a small water hole and a creek running through it. Large boulders were around the water hole where I took my seat for a few minutes rest. It was hard to believe I had been scouting for hours and hardly saw any deer sign until the water hole. As I was sitting there chewing on the beef jerky, I noticed that the forest noises suddenly stopped. All I could hear was the trickle of the nearby creek. I knew a predator was near, and the hair stood on the back of my neck. My eyes immediately strained to find the predator, which had to be a mountain lion or possibly a coyote. I sat still so I would hopefully be lucky enough to spot it. Just a chance to see the critters in the wild is a privilege. 
I sat there intently looking, but feeling like something was watching me. And then I heard it. A guttural growl or rumble. My heart leaped into my throat as I realized it was directly behind me. Slowly, I turned my head, looking low to keep from making any eye contact. But as I turned my head, I saw a massive animal in my peripheral vision. Damn, it's a bear, I thought, assuming I was as good as dead. So I turned my body to face the bear, ready to try to defend myself. Soon, I realized this wasn't no bear. What stood before me, I wasn't sure. It was an animal about seven and a half feet tall with long, reddish-brown, matted hair and muscles like a professional bodybuilder. Its legs and arms were as thick as the pine trees surrounding me. Its facial features were similar to a gorilla's, but were also like a human's. The eyes were dark with huge pupils, barely visible, but the pupils and the nose were broad and flat, and the lips looked human. The teeth were yellowish white. The smell was profoundly musky and similar to that of the wild pigs that frequented the area. I observed all this in a matter of seconds. I was not moving, and the animal was not either. It made eye contact with me and seemed to be studying my intent. Then I noticed something else as the animal moved a step toward me and leaped upon the boulder I'd been sitting on. It squatted, and then I saw it had enormous feet and its large breasts indicated it was a female. Apparently it was a mother, for the matted fur was pushed away from the nipples. At this point, I figured I needed to do something. I slowly backed away and spread my arms, trying to show I meant no harm. When I moved, I heard another strange noise, a whimper to my right. From my peripheral vision, I saw a small arm wrapped around a tree about ten yards away. I had encountered an adult and her young. I froze, knowing I was as good as dead. I realized I had met the creature from my dad's stories, and I was also near their young, which seemed like a terrible situation. Suddenly the creature leaped all the way across the water hole to her young, and they crashed into the woods. I never got a good look at the young one, but I didn't want to move. Finally, I radioed my buddy and told him to meet me at the truck immediately. I moved quickly and was relieved when I spotted the vehicle. My buddy arrived and could immediately tell I was shaken. I told him I wasn't feeling well and wanted to go home, so we loaded up and headed out. He repeatedly asked me if I was okay, but I, I knew he wouldn't believe what I'd just experienced. I got home and had trouble dealing with what I saw, but I didn't know who to tell or how to explain what I saw. I wanted to forget the encounter, but couldn't. I have never gone back to those particular woods. I also left Texas for eight years. Now, 24 years later, I've been married, divorced again, and remarried to my current wife. 
Memory returned to the front of my mind during a fishing trip in April of 2023. But that is another story for the next episode. Submitted by Tommy Hudson. This has been 5-Minute Frights, compiled and edited by Tom Lyons, narrated by David Flora. Additional works like this can be found at TomLyonsBooks.com or by searching Amazon or Audible for Tom Lyons or David Flora. If you have a frightening encounter of your own you'd like to share, feel free to send it to Tom at living.among.bigfoot at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and take care. (laughs) 